You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap Podcast. We're into episode 110, so we're onwards and upwards. Steve Burnham with you today, joined again by Letty and by Andy. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi. Howdy, Steve. Now, um, Letty, you pointed out to me that the Inspector General of Taxation has uh, recently announced his work program for this year, and he, he uh, apparently uh, issues this sort of list of th- th- things to do, his to-do list in the beginning of each year, um, which is great. And uh, look, one th- you handed me that uh, bit of paper, and one thing that stood out to me was this item here, the future of the tax profession, which I think would be very interesting to uh, all of our listeners. Um, what's he going to say? What's he going to well, delve into? Absolutely, Steve. Um, before we even get into the nitty-gritty, yep. maybe we'll just give a bit of a brief background as to what this work program is all about. Yeah, of course. And, well, and, like and even the role of the, the Inspector General of Taxation as well. Itself. Yeah, of course. That's interesting. Absolutely. So the Inspector General of Taxation is in charge of doing systemic reviews of the tax administration, um, particularly the ATO and they also make recommendations to the ATO as to how they can improve the administration. Yep. Uh, for the last couple of years, the Inspector General has also taken over the role of looking after individual taxation complaints from the old taxation ombudsman. Oh. And so the Inspector General actually gets a good feel for real-time systemic issues arising from these individual complaints Like as on well. both sides of the fence, as it were. Mm, okay. Definitely. And so just like with all workplaces, at the start of each year, you tend to do a bit of a schedule, a bit of a plan of what are we going to do this year? What are we going to achieve? We did this at our workplace. I'm sure most of our listeners have done similar things at their workplace, either just before year end or just after year end. Right. And so every year around this time, the Inspector General trots out what they call the work program for the year, which basically sets out the types of reviews that they will definitely do and mm-hmm. also the ones that they may get around to doing if they have the time and the money. Oh, just yeah. just like, again, most businesses. Yeah, you, exactly. You've got your list A and then you've got your wish list, which is nice to have but can't always get right. to it. Okay. Now, our colleague Andy was actually at one of these consultation meetings with the Inspector General, so oh, perhaps right. he'd like to give us a bit of insight from inside the tent. Yeah, so what we can say is the Inspector General gets a lot of feedback from all various bodies and we were fortunate enough to sit um, with the other associations just to provide our two cents worth as to uh, some of the areas that he can look at. Look at. Um, one of the issues that we raised primarily as uh, one of our concerns was how, uh, particularly around the impact around uh, technology and we're starting to see a lot of uh, tools out there available by the ATO and and the relevant outcomes that they do give sometimes seems to err on the side of the commissioner. So we've raised that as a general concern, mm. um, just particularly later down the track as to how technology will impact uh, the administration of the tax uh, system. Um, well, it's a big issue this year, isn't it? I mean, underlined by the outages that we've been talking about, etc. So That's correct, yes. So, I mean, that's one of, amongst other things that we've um, brought to the... Um, brought to the uh, IGT's attention. But of course, you know, he's got uh, a lot of other things also on his on his list as we'll, we'll spoke, speak about very shortly. But it is very uh, instructive and insightful as, in terms of what the IGT is seeing. And also now, as Liddy mentioned, with the ombudsman uh, role, he does get his fingers a little bit dirty in terms of um, some of the, the real live issues uh, mm. that, that uh, do come through that complaints handling part of his role as well. Now, I have no doubt that technology is most certainly going to play a big role 
in the review of the future of the tax profession, as you mentioned before, Steve. So one of the top three reviews that will definitely happen this year is that, well, it's actually based on the request from the Commission of Taxation himself. It's not even based on... Um, you know, general feedback from the community or anything. Okay. The, uh, the Commission of Taxation himself actually requested that the Inspector General review the future of the tax profession. Okay, it's like get an outside yeah, view of what's going like to happen. That. What's good? Well, they say that the review will be forward-looking and will examine the future role of tax professionals in the tax system, particularly in light of increased use of digital technology and ATO service delivery initiatives. Hmm. Now, I'm sure all the listeners that have been impacted directly or indirectly from the system outages in December and just in the last couple of weeks as well will be very keen to see what the outcome of this review is and how the ATO or the delivery partners can improve. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way, it's kind of timely in a way. If, if uh, Ali Naruzi, the Inspector General, is having a look at the the future and the digital future, uh, in a way, these outages might underline that. Oh, hang on, this is an important area. Go, you know, let's let's have, put put the put the uh, magnifying glass in this little area. And I think one of the things as well, Steve, is that the uh, the commissioner in the past, or you know, probably over the last year, has acknowledged the importance of the role of the uh, the tax agent and the tax practitioner in ensuring uh, compliance with the tax system and its overall administration. Yep. So from our perspective, we think this is a good thing. We we also sit on an ATO committee, um, also called the Future of the Tax Profession, with some of the other associations where we uh, discuss how how the future tax agent might look and sort of what the role that they will play in, in terms of um, making sure that their, their clients comply. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the past, and we've talked about this, about the role of the tax agent and whether, you know, with the technology or, you know, you know, they they lose out because you know their, their clients are going to say my gov oh, right. and and all those sorts of things as well because it is a important time just to reassess whether your business and the business model that you've adopted as a practitioner is still working for you and and into the future. Mm, yeah, how often does that meet this committee? Yeah, so this committee meets uh, roughly every quarter. Um, so it is a new committee, and um, we're, we're hopeful to to get a better perspective as to. That changing role and um, and and how we see um, things moving, um, say you know, f- five or six years from now, when you know all this technology is really um, in place, mm, up and running, I suppose. Um, now, there's also an item here about uh, GST refunds and whether the ATO can hang on to refunds or not. Sure. So in 2012, the GST law itself was changed to effectively give the ATO the right to actually withhold your GST refund until they've done all their verification and checks and balances and so forth. Mm. Now, the ATO does have this legal right to hold on to your refund until it is satisfied that they should be paying you this refund. And I think most people, generally speaking, wouldn't have a fundamental issue with the ATO wanting to make sure that amounts that they're paying out are correct. However, what has come to light to the Inspector General is that the ATO's administration of this particular rule may in some cases not always be the most upstanding. So, for example, there's examples of the ATO uh, having inappropriate and very unfair delays. Mm. And so basically going way beyond the time limit that would be considered to be reasonable for getting extra information or what have you to verify the accuracy of 
the refund amount. It, it, it makes sense. I mean, a small business cash flow is always the that's issue. right. Cash Absolutely, is, cash is king. And yeah. again, most business people would understand that you know if if they have to pay a bill, they mm. want to make sure that the amount is right. Mm. But they also they would also be of the view that you cannot hold on to that money longer than it should be reasonable to no. take to make sure that that figure is right. Exactly. Just do your check quickly, get it over and done with, yep. and just pay it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it in and out and. Uh, well, that's a good thing to look at then. Anything else the Inspector General's casting an eye over? Yes. So the other one, the other big ticket items, the PAYG instalment system, um, the Inspector General's identified that there is some level of confusion with and complaints from, from taxpayers that um, you know, they're not really sure how the actual PAYG I system works. You know, some people, you might receive a bill in the uh, in the mail from the ATO saying you need to make an instalment. Some mm. taxpayers aren't not... not aren't necessarily clear on what it is and when they need to make that and I think that general overall general confusion doesn't help you know taxpayers and so there's less engagement with the tax system because people go well look you know, he's, I've received a bill. I'm not going to pay for it unless I know what it what it's about. So well, the, uh, the the trigger is a is that's a thing. correct. I mean, I was in that position. I was just like, what's this from? <laughs> Why do I exactly? Yes. Yeah. So so he will look at the interactions between the PAYG. I and income tax systems, as well as the related correspondence, will be explored to identify potential opportunities for improvement. So that letter that you received there, Steve, might have not been to your satisfaction. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. So they're the three things that he's, re- he's going to firmly look at. Future of the tax profession, GST refunds and PAYGI. Um, what else is on these list? Has he, if he has time and money? Yeah, so he's also got what's referred to as a um, as a uh, additional reviews list, and so we'll just quickly summarise those. So the first one's influencing willing participation in a tax and super system. So just looking at strategies to encourage willing participation by by taxpayers, hmm. particularly you know for example if you do have migrants coming into the country or people from overseas, sometimes. It will take them a little bit of time just to uh, get used to how the tax system works and uh, yeah. to to ensure that they they know what their obligations are. Yeah. Now I represent Tax and Super Australia on the Individual Stewardship Group, right. which is another consultative forum that meets three to four times a year, and that group very much focuses on the individual and taxpayer and there is a lot of activity behind the scenes at the ATO to look at engaging youth and young people and migrants so there's a lot of ATO activities in this area so it's a very good thing that the Inspector General has this topic on his wish list Mm. uh, because then they can work in tandem and the ATO can perhaps get some good recommendations for how they can keep improving yeah well they're the future taxpayers so important to have on board yeah absolutely yeah so there's a couple of others here as well Steve so we've got ATO advice and guidance as well so um, we're starting to see a lot of new forms of ATO guidance, like your law companion guides and your practical compliance guides as well from the ATO. So just some potential review on that as to whether, you know, particularly with some of these reviews, they're not necessarily binding on the commissioner. So so just just look at that. The other one's freight or evasion opinions. Um, Some stakeholders have expressed concern with the ATO's use of fraud or evasion opinions based on which the ATO may examine and amend assessments outside the normal standard period of review. So usually that's typically four years. So they just want to see whether the commission is doing the right thing there when they are 
uh, amending out-of-time assessments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and last but not least, his other big one is also into research and development, making sure uh, as to um, whether there's proper interactions between the ATO and OS industry and, and in particular the eligibility of R&D activities being questioned during ATO compliance activities where, you know, for example, the taxpayer's gone out and sought, you know, advice from OS industry that, you know, they've they've um, they've been approved for that particular project. So yeah. there's some of the things that um, the, the IGT may have a look at if uh, there is sufficient time and money. Yeah. Now, the difficulty with the research and development review or the potential one is that the Inspector General is really only allowed to look at the ATO's administration of it. So even though they're working hand-in-hand hand with Aus Industry, yeah. the Inspector General actually can't do the same level of review into the Aus Industry side of no, everything. Just so what side. the IGT says is that he'll either consider the issue within the constraints of his jurisdiction, which is just the ATO yep. and the tax side, or else might try to engage with other agencies, such as the Commonwealth Ombudsman, who may have the powers that are necessary to go digging through the OS industry yeah. files. Well, at least his findings can be you know, used to feed other um, reviews, sure. which is a good thing, which is a great thing. And finally, there is a last category by the DIGT and Wolf breeze through this very, very quickly, but uh, these are referred to as notable errors, not included on the 2017 work program. So these are almost referred to as honourable. What is it? Notable uh, errors? Notable errors, not included oh, on Sorry. the on the work program. And these are almost your honourable mentions. Yep. So oh, the right. first one is debt collection and super guarantee. Another one is settlements and litigation. Third one is transfer pricing. Uh, another one is compliance approach to large businesses. And the last one uh, is digital by default and the electronic engagement with taxpayers. Um, so that's quite an important one because we've lodged a uh, submission recently with the House of Representatives Standing Committee on Tax and Revenue and to, in relation to how taxpayers engage with the tax systems. Yes. And so we've made some, some broad-based um, observations of that, including you know some, some systems issues and also... One of the other things that we also brought up was, you know, taxpayers in rural areas who might have trouble connecting to mm. the internet itself. Mm. So, so there's some of the things that might um, might cause taxpayers to be disengaged. But that, that last one, that really that should come out of the honourable mentions list and get in the main list, in, in my view. But that's that's only me. No, I suppose though that why why this list is there is the IGT is not saying these are important issues, no. but in a lot of these circumstances, there are actually relevant reviews that have been done either quite recently or being done perhaps by other parties okay. or perhaps there's overlapping. Yep. Uh, so, for example, we already do have a House of Reps standing committee review oh, of course. on that issue, for yeah, example. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, with all our government entities, as much as the wish list may be a mile long, they only have just so much time and resources. Well, that's a, that's a limitation, of course. Okay, very interesting. It'll be good to see what comes out of it all by the end of the year. So uh, maybe we can revisit and see what uh, the uh, Inspector General came up with. Uh, thanks, Letty. Thank you, Andy, again. Thank you, listeners, for being with us. Please tune in next week.